Blog Talk Radio. And 
you know, he destroyed his body and, you know, he was, he was working out trying to be a Navy SEAL and whatever, whatever the hell they were saying he was doing. And, and people jumped on him. And I'm not, let's not get into the money or the fame. Although the reason we're even talking about him is because of the money and the fame. But, but I, I'm looking at it from a situation of a black man that conquered a sport that's generally not conquered by black people. And if you say I'm playing the race card, I don't care. It's my show. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. It's, it's the truth. You want to debate me, call in and show me where I'm wrong. But here's a black man. And, yeah, I get it. He's got all kinds of races in him, and so do I. But he's identified as African-American because you look at him and what do you see? You see skin color, okay? And he dominated a sport at a young age that had never been dominated by people of color. Okay, when you look at the history of golf, we we couldn't even play golf, right? We couldn't even play. We, we were the caddies. Um, if that, we were back, you know, making the drinks and serving the food. And so when he fell, it was like, see, you know, we give you guys something and what do you do with it? You know, greatest golfer of all time and look at him. Look at him cheating on his wife and all this sex with all these women and, and you know, look, look, look at him, you know, the DUI and, and, you know, the back injuries and the knee injuries and all the surgeries. I was trying to look. I, I saw something that listed. It was actually on Twitter. I can't find it now. Of course, when you really want something, you can't find it. But I was trying to look at all of the um, all of the injuries and everything that he's gone through. But you can Google it. It's, it's insane. And to see this this weekend was amazing. Now, why am I talking about golf when I do a football show? Well, football is sports and so is golf. And what I'm really talking about is inspiration and motivation and the impact that something like yesterday has. And, and you know, the other reason I'm doing this is because, and, and it's funny, as I was loading up, preparing to do this, um, and, yes, I do have to go to work today, but, you know, it's still early and, I, I, you know, I, Anyway, so I'm doing this first thing in the morning before my work day starts. But um, and it's funny as I was getting ready and I'm watching first things first. Now I'll give Chris Carter and Nick Wright credit. I don't recall them ever beating up on Tiger, and Chris Carter happens to be a friend of Tiger's and has traveled with Tiger and knows his family. And um, I don't recall them ever really beating up on him or ever saying he would never make it. But I recall. Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. I'm not sure Max Kellerman even. I think Max might have been the one person who who, who thought Tiger could still do it. We'll we'll find out when when they when they show um, when their show comes on. But those three guys, Stephen A. Shannon Skip, all beat up on Tiger. Um, Shannon Sharp tweeted yesterday. Uh, Tiger wins the Masters. I never thought this day was possible. I never rooted for someone so hard in my life. Golf goat. I want to want to hear what he says because more than once, Shannon Sharp said it's over for Tiger. And it's a problem with these debate shows. I watched an episode first of Undisputed. The the, the day Tiger was arrested at 3 a.m. for DUI, they go on the air uh, 3 a.m. Eastern time. They go on the air 9.30 Eastern time, six and a half hours later, and I watched what they had to say, and it was all off. 
because the whole story hadn't come out yet. But yet they're going on talking about his fall from grace and how he's relying on alcohol now and da 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 And it turned out that it was a medical uh, reaction. He blew a 0.0, the, the video's on the Internet, um, and all the charges ended up being dropped. But that's what happens when you're struggling to meet a press time and you do a debate show and you've got to react instantly and you've got to sensationalize everything. And this is what I've had to listen to. And I said to myself, and I've said over the years, Tiger will win again. Okay. Stephen A. Smith. Uh, yay. At Tiger Woods. I can't believe it. I can't believe he did it. Never thought I'd see this again. Congratulations. Golf is officially back. See, my problem is, these guys, it shouldn't just be that simple. Like, I want to see somebody eat some crow. I want, I want to see somebody humble. You know, like, if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I can't wait to hear what Stephen A. has to say. You know, I want to see humble because you beat on this man. It's not like you came out once and said it and then went on with your life. You have beat on this man for years. And he comes back. And he wins the Masters at 43 years old, beating every single top player in the game. There's not one that was missing. They all played, every one of them. Brooks Kepka, Molinari, Dustin Johnson, Justin, Dustin, Dustin Johnson, and Justin, the other one, there's a Justin, Dustin Johnson, and there's Justin, whatever the hell his last name. And and Mickelson and um, oh God I can't even I can't even think of all their names but you you know who they are you know all these guys who come out there and they play and they play well and they have beaten Tiger and they're younger and they're they're in better shape now than Tiger is now and you know they used to watch Tiger as kids and now they're playing with him and they're beating him and it's like oh it's such an honor to play with. Tiger, he, 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 as I'm kicking his butt, and he beat them all. Every la- okay, I won't count Mickelson in that group because Mickelson's older than Tiger. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying he beat all the top players. He beat them all. And if you think Tiger physically is in the shape that he used to be, you're wrong. He's not. It's 43. It is not. It is not possible for him at 43 to be in the shape, the, the same shape as. Brooks uh, at 25 or whatever, you know, these guys. I'm going to look up the uh, – I want to I want to say – I want to make sure on the air that I make a point of saying these names that he beat, okay? Um, Kepka, Finau, Molinari, Jason Day, uh, Ron, um, um, Kucher, Poulter, Justin Thomas, that's the one I couldn't think. Adam Scott, of course, Phil, but we, you know, we give Phil a break. McElroy, um, Usazen, Hoffman, DeChambeau, Matsuyama, all of these guys. McElroy, Connors. I mean, this is the who's who of golf. Who's missing? Who's missing? I, I, I'm looking. Uh, is there anybody that is considered? A relevant golfer, Sergio, Sergio didn't even make the cut. Remember all that shit Sergio used to talk? He didn't make the cut. Okay. Snedeker didn't make the cut. Schwartzel didn't make the cut. I think 
Sports was a little older, too. Cabrera, and here we have Tiger at 43, rebuilt his swing, rebuilt his game, all these surgeries, all the issues he's had in life, and he comes back and he wins the Masters, which is arguably, I mean, there's four majors, right? There's four majors. I watch a lot of golf because of Tiger Woods. Let me get a little of this coffee. Hang here with me, man. Let me just, ooh, let me just, a little French vanilla to start off my day. Ah, mm, boy, that's good. That's some good, that's some good uh, medium roast. Um, oh, he rebuilt his swing. He rebuilt his whole game. He comes back and he wins. And everybody jumps and salutes the master. Who wins the master? Oh, my point was the masters to me is the Super Bowl. Even though there's four majors and they're all considered equal, there's nothing like the masters. There's nothing like Augusta. You know, there's an app. They they release an app just for the masters. You know, like, you know, it's amazing. Um, And the fact that Tiger was playing and then Tiger's playing well. And then, you know, hats off to um, the PGA and the officials who said, hey, we're going into the fourth round. There's weather coming in the afternoon. We don't want this to impact the outcome of this game. So we are going to move uh, this match. We are going to move the final round up so that instead of the leaders teeing off at 3-3-30, they're going to tee off at 9 9:30, And we're going to uh, do trios instead of duos. And we're going to start people at opposite ends of the golf course so things go quicker. Kudos that they weren't so stuck in their ways that they adjusted based on weather so that the final round could, um, you know, take place. I, you know, and, 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 here, and here's the thing. First of all, I think this is the greatest athletic comeback in the history of sports. Um, and and I, I don't think there's anything that's even close because when you look at not only what Tiger has gone through, we also look at his age, 43. We look at the gap of when he won his last major and when he won his last Masters. You know, it's not like he won at 20, had, you know, won, you know, six or seven majors, 27, 28, had some injuries, and I was 31, and he came back and won. He's 43. His professional life was destroyed. His personal life was destroyed. Okay? Destroyed. There's people out there now. I say I'm watching Tiger. I got women saying I can't stand him because of what he did, his personal life. Everything was destroyed. The only thing he had, he had his money, which, you know, hey, hey, I, I ain't that guy who says money can't buy happiness. Um, but you need more than money to be happy. That's what I say. You can buy happiness with money. Let me just, let me just tell you that right now. And any of y'all fools that believe that, you're crazy. But you need more than money to sustain happiness. Okay? So he had the money. He could literally have packed it in and just decided to be a golf ambassador, travel the world, speak about golf, play charity tournaments here and there, you know, and, and lived a great life and never had to work again. But this man said, no, I'm driven. Watch some of his interviews as a young Tiger Woods, 14-year-old Tiger Woods. 
and you can see the same, like, 14 and 43, and he's the same person. Kudos to his family and his mother and father and how they raised them as far as, you know, some of the, some of the things inside that make him so great. He may not have made all the best decisions in the world, but who has? I mean, honestly, when you look at the history of sports, I mean, okay, LeBron James seems to be relatively clean. God bless him. There are exceptions, right? But Michael Jordan gambles, right? Everybody has, you know, has their their demons. Um, but this has got to be the greatest comeback ever. I mean, Michael retired, came back, won three more, changed his game. Now, Michael had came back and won a title at 38 or 39 or 40 when he played with the Wizards, and if he had taken that team and won a final, it, that probably would have been it as far as comebacks in the history of sports ever until, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, forever and ever because that just would have been amazing. Um, but that wasn't going to happen. It just it wasn't. And, and he didn't come back to win a title. He came back to show these guys how to play basketball, show them how to prepare. Um, that's what he came back to do. But, but – so nice comeback, but his other comeback when he retired to go play baseball and then he came back and then won three more was pretty damn good. And he changed his game. If you remember, Michael changed his game. That's when the fadeaway came in. That's when the three-point shot came in. He wasn't as much of the high-flying dunker as he was with the first three titles. He became more of a facilitator, a rebounder. He got his points, but he also made a point to defer. Got in Dennis Rodman and some of these other pieces, you know. So Michael was smart. Well, that's what happens when you get older and the body isn't quite the same. You've got to use the brain. Did you watch Tiger? Did you watch that final round? And anybody who doesn't think, I love, I love, I love, um, who was it? Um, Tom Brady tweeted, right? Tom Brady, best quarterback ever. And he said, how are you going to beat Molinari when Molinari doesn't make a mistake? <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not cracking on Molinari. I don't know his man. Um, you know, God bless him. He played well, but you know, he made he made a few couple mistakes going down the stretch. Did you notice? You know, the Tiger impact was there, and Tiger just stayed laser focused. You know, Nance and these guys are giving him. The, it's not over. Kepka could have made that putt and made it really interesting. Went to minus thirteen, and then and then Tiger couldn't have went with. You know, Tiger intentionally played for. Um, a bogey on 18. He played it safe just to win because he had it. He knew he could do a five and win. Now, if he had to do a four to win, I don't know that putt or even his second shot. He might have. He might have done differently. He was playing conservative on that last hole, and that's because Kepta missed the the, the 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 birdie on 18. But did you notice as everybody, like nobody was pulling away, you know, and Tiger just stayed. And he even said in the interview. I was going to let them make the mistakes, and I was going to stay focused. And that's exactly what he did. See, this is a man now who knows I can't drive it longer than them anymore. I'm not going to be more accurate with them. I'm not going to have the least amount of putts anymore. But what I have is a lifetime of experience. I've been here more times than just about all of them, and I know this game inside and out. I know this game. And I'm going to use every ounce of my intelligence to do this. And he's been lurking, right? He's been lurking. And I said at the height of all of his troubles, I said, first of all, 
I ain't going to judge you what you do in your personal life, bro, because I ain't your daddy. I'm just a man. And I do a debate show, but I, it is not often that you hear me talk about someone outside of what they do on the court or on the field. I, it's none of my business. Once in a while, I may, you know, I may comment on something. I'm like, dude, did really, was that really that smart? But for the most part, it's their business. But I said all through all of it, Tiger, I can't wait till you come back and win a major, not just a regular tournament, but a major, and shut everybody up. And I am like, and again, I'm going through some shit myself. It is what it is. It will pass. Um, But I am going to enjoy watching Shannon Sharper, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, and Max Kellerman. Now, again, I don't recall if Max gave him the death wish, right? You know what I mean? Um, but I know the other three did. Now, I can't wait to see. But, you know, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna downplay. Yep, didn't think it would happen, but I'm so happy for Tiger. I'm so happy for the sport. They're just going to gloss over the fact that they not only – I mean, they beat the man mercilessly, talked about him like he was – like like – I mean, unbelievable how hard they were on him and how it was over, and it's the greatest fall in sports. He'll never catch Jack. He'll never win another major. I can, I can remember Stephen A. Smith saying, um, and, you know, well, I'll do that in a second. Um, I can remember him saying, Tiger doesn't have it to go four rounds and play competitive for four straight rounds. He just can't do it. Okay. Now, I know I target Stephen A. Smith a lot. I'm going to tell you why I do it. I, I, I don't hate the man. I don't dislike the man. Um, he's, we're about the same age. Um, there's a lot of similarities, quite frankly, he's intense. I'm intense. Um, you know, I think I'm, well, frankly, I think I'm smarter than he is, but that's my opinion. I'm sure he would think he's smarter than me. Um, he's making, I reportedly, he's about to get a $10 million year contract. Hey, can't hate on that. I, I ain't making 10 million a year. I ain't making 1 million a year. So I can't hate on that. Uh, he's well-liked, he's well-respected. Um, he has created a persona that works and, and I don't hate on it. What I, what I challenge him on is his inconsistency. What I, that's what I challenge him on is his, you know, you, you don't like the cowboy fans, but you blast the cowboy team. What sense does that make? So anything that can go wrong, will go wrong. You're talking about the team because you don't like the fans. It makes no sense. You're a Steeler fan, but you're also a New Yorker, so you're a New York fan, so that means you you root for New York teams. Well, I'm sorry. The way I grew up is you have one team, and that's your team in the discussion. Um, you know, last year, I remember you coming on your show saying that the Philadelphia 76ers were going to win the NBA championship. The Philadelphia the Sixers were going to Eastern Conference Finals. Like, you make these definitive statements with very little sample size. And you do it at the risk of being right, but most of the time you're wrong, and no one holds you accountable. No one comes back and says, hey, wait a minute. Do you realize that when we do this show, pretty much every one of your predictions is wrong? So your credibility is lacking as far as I'm concerned, and that's my problem. I don't problem with the money he's making, hey, you know what I mean? If somebody's going to pay him, hey, God bless you, go make your money. I don't problem with success. I certainly ain't hating. I'm a banker. I do well. I ain't, I ain't, I don't, I'm not working for ESPN or Fox Sports. I'm good. I mean, I would if I had the opportunity. Oh, yes, I absolutely would. But my life didn't take me down that path. 
I don't hate on him on that level. Do you think? But damn it, <laughs> have some credibility, man. You know, when you're right, you're right. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I want to see, does he look at that camera and say, I was wrong. I never thought it would happen. My bad. I was too hard on Tiger. I, I didn't believe in him. And, man, he proved me and a lot of other people wrong. I want to see him take that take that bullet. I want to see Shannon Sharp take that bullet. I want to see Skip Bayless take that bullet. Even Chris Carter. Chris Carter, too. You know, I didn't like Chris Carter for a while because I just thought he was a little too arrogant. The Hall of Famer Chris Carter never won, a, never won a Super Bowl, never even played in the Super Bowl. But he sits there and talks like he's got gifts to football. And the man was great. But, you know, when I look at impact on the game, I think of T.O. and I think of Randy Moss and Jerry Weiss. I don't think of Chris Carter. I'm sorry, I just don't. So it kind of, nah, all right. But he's growing on me more and more. And I love when he said, oh, the shows that are coming up next, oh, those are the people that beat up on him. I'm curious what they have to say. Because I'm like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So the other reason I did this show is just to say, hey, you know, what are you facing in your life that you think is insurmountable? And what can you do to make it better? And did you get any motivation off of Tiger beating all the odds and doing what he did yesterday. Because to me, I think the world, I think everyone should look at that and say, wow, you know, maybe I can get this job, or maybe I can save my relationship, or maybe I can go back to school, or, you know, whatever it is that you're facing, take a deep breath. Think about what you need to do. And look at Tiger as inspiration. The man had no reason, zero reason, to come back and do this. But he did. That's great. That's right there. That's the man who, to me, he, he will go down as the greatest golfer ever. Sorry, Jack. I know you got more, more uh, majors and you got one more masters. But you played in a different time. You didn't have social media. You didn't have these young lions that Tiger's got to face. In your day, not these guys, not these monsters. So, sorry, Jack. With all due respect, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you look at Michael Jordan and you look at like a Bill Russell or some of the great players that came before him, and you say, "Wait a minute, you guys were great, but you didn't play." I mean, Michael Jordan, you know, they had to come up with a book, and the Pistons had to come up with a plan and call it the Jordan Rules on how to play Michael Jordan. You know, Pat Riley just couldn't understand why one person could be so damn good. You know. Larry Bird, who is greatness in his own right, called Michael Jordan Jesus in cleats. You know, Doug Collins said, yeah, the play I call, let's give it to Michael and get the fuck out of the way. Like, the man was on another level. Still is, in my opinion. Still is. But damn, we can now say, now we can officially say, I don't know, Michael. Maybe it's time Michael moves over. And there's another king on that Nike throne because even though I, I there was a poll, is Tiger greater icon than Michael? I said no, but, man, he's closing that gap. He's closing that gap. And if Tiger can do what he did and face the adversity that he faced and overcome it, why can't I? Why can't you? 
and no one's going to give it to you, right? Like, no one hand, no one gave – you think these guys decided to fold for Tiger and let's go, okay, let's all, you know, play not as good at this, this game and let's give Tiger one more. No, no, these guys came for blood. And Tiger stared down the barrel of the gun and said, I got you. But I told y'all I was coming. I have arrived. I'm back. So now he sends notice to not only the golf world, but the sports world. Don't doubt me. Because all you did was fuel every surgery, every rehab, every step I took, every swing I did was designed to get me here. Everything I've done. You know, they interviewed Brooks Kepka and they said, with the change in the tee time, what time are you getting up and starting your day? And he said, well, you know, we're going to tee off about 9, 9.20, so I'll get up about 6 and get myself ready. Tiger got up at 3.45. Now, some of that is because Tiger's older. And so, you know, but, I mean, just think about that. Tiger, I'm teeing off at 9.20. What time are you getting up? 3.45. Brooks, what time are you getting up? 6 o'clock. Think about that for a minute. Think about just knowing that you need to get up five and a half hours before your tea time to warm up, stretch out, you know, do what you need to do to play with these young guys. You got Brooks Kepka. I'm going to look up how old he is. I'm going to say 25. I could be wrong, but I'm going to say he's 25. Okay? Let's see how old he is. Got to love the Internet. He is uh, – all right, bear with me here, everybody. Well, he's six feet, 180. <laughs> um, okay, hang tight, hang tight. Okay, Wikipedia. Born in 1990, that would make him 29. Okay, so he's 29. 14 years, Tiger's Jr. He's a little older than I thought he was, but 29. Okay, think about that for a minute. 14-year difference, right? Tiger was winning Masters when this – when this kid was in uh, grammar school, okay? And then Tiger said, I got to get up 345. Does whatever it takes. You're facing a problem in your life. You're facing adversity. It's dark. It's gloomy. You don't know how you're going to get out of it. You can. Are you getting up at 345? Theoretically. Are you taking that extra step? Are you doing whatever you need to do? like Tiger Woods did yesterday. I, there's a lesson here for all of us, including me. There's a lesson here. There's a lot of lessons on multiple levels. First level is don't ever give up, right? Jim Valvano, don't quit, don't give up, don't ever give up, right? So that's the first lesson. As long as you got air in your lungs, don't quit, don't stop fighting. You know, I uh, I work with, a particular mortgage banker group, and I serve as the leader of this mortgage banker group. I'm being a little vague because it's not really, you know, I don't really care to get too much into my professional life, but I, 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 I serve as the head um, of the board of this particular mortgage banker group. And the organization recently lost its executive director 35 years. And I was told a very touching story. Um, this lady who never, she was 76, never wanted to retire. I mean, we talked about, you know, 
obviously she was getting older and a transition plan and, you know, and she would get offended. I'm never quitting. She loved what she did and she wasn't going to give it up. And she got cancer and had to go through different treatment and what have you. And unfortunately, um, you know, she didn't make it, but I was told that near the end of her battle, like right near the end, she was still fighting. Like she literally, and you know, I don't, I can't relate to this because I'm, you know, like I don't know how much control we have over living or dying. Right? I don't know. I've, I've, I've been lucky. I've never had a major surgery. I, I've never had to battle a major illness. Like, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not that young anymore. I'm going to be 52 years old, and I'm lucky to have lived this long and never had any major physical setbacks or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't. But apparently um, she didn't want to let go. So she was, you know, hanging on just through sheer will. And it was her daughter, you know, and eventually, I guess, at some point, no matter how much you fight it, you're going to lose the fight, okay? But her daughter was saying to her, it's okay, Mom. It's okay. It's time for you to rest. It's okay. And all her close people were around, and I may get a little choked up here, so work with me, but the, the, the inner circle, her close friends and family were there as she started to relax and let go and literally watched her pass away. And I, I look at that fight to live. I'm like, damn, you know, what can I take away from that? So I, I guess I'm sharing this to say, you know, whatever you're facing, fight through it. Because that's what I have to do with my challenge. Because this one has this one has stunned the champ. You know, I'm usually rise above all my challenges. Um, and, you know, I'm usually you know I'll take a, you know standing eight count, maybe go down on one knee, but I'm coming back. This one this one knocked me out. This one got me good. And I'm getting back up slowly, but this one got me good. And I'm literally trying to figure out every ounce of motivation I can get to come through this and the one thing I like to do is hey if I'm facing it who else is facing it Tiger faced it and I don't want to hear well look at all the money he had and look at all the resources he had let me tell you something when it comes to athletics yes he's got professional trainers and he's got professional people and he's got the best facilities and the best equipment you still got to do the work you still got to have a talent, okay? Not anybody who's a multimillionaire can go hire someone and say, make me a Tiger Woods. I'm 30. I just hit Powerball. I've got $300 million in the bank. I'm going to go hire some of the best golf people, and I want to go and compete and be as good as Tiger Woods. Ain't going to happen. You may get better and improve your game so you can go out to the local tournament and not embarrass yourself. So I don't want to hear the people that say, well, you know, you got the money. Of course, no. The man has the talent, and even more importantly with Tiger, with having the talent, was having the willpower and the determination to say, I'm going to win again after not winning a major for 11 years, and he wins again. Congratulations, Tiger. It, it, it's, It's 
for all of us that supported you through everything, it's just like I'm so happy for you. I am. There are many people I want to meet in life. I want to meet Barack Obama. You know, um, I want to meet Michael Jordan. You know, um, I want to meet Jerry Jones. You know, there, there's, there's, um, you know, there, I don't know. I, I, I could probably sit down and come up with Denzel Washington. I could probably come up with maybe ten people. I want to meet because something they've done I resonate with, or something they've done has affected my life. And I would love to meet them one time. But I'm not in awe. I'm not starstruck because you're a human. I'm a human. You make more money and you're talented at something that puts you on TV. It doesn't make you any better than me. I don't get into celebrity gossip. I don't care. I don't care the royals who got married and who's pregnant. It's stupid, you know. When I was married a long time ago and my then wife was expecting, I wasn't on TV. Why? Because I was working at a nonprofit and she was working at a plumbing supply place. And we weren't celebrities, so that makes what we did less important. No, I'm sorry. I don't buy that. I don't care. So it means nothing to me. My kids are grown. I was a long time ago. Um, it means nothing to me. Like, I literally don't watch the entertainment tonight and all that crap. I really don't. I really don't. Because, it's, it, you know, glorifying someone because they make more money than you or because they're on TV is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. I enjoy watching sports and being entertained, but when you go to the point where that person is considered to be a better human being than you, and we need to hear uh, somebody's opinion because they're a good rapper, we need to hear somebody's opinion because they play basketball. And, and don't get me wrong, they have a right to their opinion, they have a right to express their opinion. But why do I care about their opinion more than my own? I don't. I really don't. I just think it's, it, we've created a hierarchy in this world that makes no sense to me. They're a person. I'm a person. Why are you better than me? You're not. That said, there are a handful of people, maybe ten, that I would love to meet because of their impact on my life. And Tiger Woods is one of them. Tiger Woods, as a person of color, has achieved something never before and never again achieved, and he will go down in history. They will talk. He will be talked about forever. Ever and ever and ever. And with video and all the technology and the things that have improved and will continue to improve, you know, YouTube and all these things, it'll, it'll be forever. 200 years from now, they'll still be talking about Tiger Woods and what he did at the turn of the, you know, the turn of the century. They'll still be talking about him. Would love to meet him. Michael Jordan, you know, this whole crap with Michael Jordan and LeBron is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Michael's the greatest, period, in the discussion. Got to do a discussion with someone about Michael's off-the-court stuff and how he didn't celebrate the black community and Black Lives Matters and all this stuff. Yeah, you're right. He didn't. He quoted the same Republicans by sneakers, too. Got it. Okay. That wasn't the path he chose. He chose a path of, I'm going to be the businessman, and I'm going to raise revenues and show you how to make your own brand and ultimately be a team owner, I'm going to take it that way. So now so now when LeBron comes up behind him or Kobe or these guys that have come behind him, now they all got their own brands. And now you got guys coming out of college trying to brand. And now, you know, the, the path of becoming a team owner um, has already been established. Like he is now doing something differently that's empowering 
minority athletes, but no one wants to recognize that. Well, some do, but instead they want him to go out and speak about, you know, they want, they want him to be Colin Kaepernick. Michael's not, Michael, Michael will never be that. It's not his thing. You know, Michael took what Magic did and took it up to another level. What Magic celebrated as this awesome businessman. Yeah, he's he's, he's a good businessman. But did you guys see what Michael did? Anyway, I get I get sidetracked sometimes. Um, thrilled with the victory with Tiger Woods. Thrilled that he could shut up all of his critics. And I'm going to be excited to watch some of these shows and and see these people eat humble pie. And I just hope that. Um, and I'm confident that this is not the end. We will see this again. That 18 number that Jack has, it's in, it's in, it's in trouble. So congratulations, Tiger Woods. And again, anyone who's out there, you're facing some adversity, you're facing some challenge, take a minute, watch the last half hour of the Masters. I'm sure you can Google it or go to the Golf Channel or YouTube or something and just watch someone who went through as much as any athlete we've ever seen and watch his focus down the stretch and his determination to be a winner and then his adulation when he actually won. And if that don't motivate you, then you did. (laughs) Then you did. All right, I'm going to get on out of here. I got to get some work done, and then I got to catch some of these – some of these uh, interesting uh, topics that will be discussed today. So I hope you guys enjoyed my little quick 45-minute show. Uh, impromptu, I love you guys. I love the support. If you like the Madden Voice, tell a friend. If you don't, tell me, and uh, I will certainly do what I can to make the show better. We are considering some rebranding. I know I say this every year, but um, this might be the year I rebrand. We'll see. Uh, if my co-hosts are out there listening, um, well, we should be back soon. Draft's coming up, and the NFL draft is coming up, so – Maybe next Tuesday I can get the guys together and we can do a draft preview or the following Tuesday do a draft review. Um, but I think we're due for at least one off-season show. So I'm going to try to bring the team back. In the meantime, we're in the April. Spring is here. Um, enjoy. Got the warm weather coming in. And, hey, you know what? Smile. And just remember, it could always be worse. Okay. Well, I normally say – all feuds are settled on the field, right? Uh, I'm not going to say that this time. Instead, I'm going to say that feud was settled on the golf course. You guys have have a great day. See you soon.